Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to The Sex with Emily Show. And as you know, I love being able to help you have the sex life and the relationships you deserve. And I want to give you the best show possible. So I appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free. Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, even when you don't have a partner? The Fleshlight, the most popular sex toy for men, it simulates the sensations of real sex. It was engineered to look and feel like the real deal. Many people even think it feels better than sex, but I'm not saying you'll never want to have sex again. You can also try the Fleshlight Stamina Training Unit. It helps you practice lasting longer and becoming a better lover. Plus, you'll experience some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of your life. So you got to check it out. It's available in realistic flesh tone color with the popular Lotus texture or the all-new signature line of textures. Each custom-molded uh, fleshlight is sleeve is an exact mold. Um, you can also get one of porn stars, stuff like that. And you can also get the regular fleshlights. you got to check them out. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight. That's sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to get your fleshlight now. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You, the first thing you should do is sign up for my mailing list because I will send you emails that will change your life. They're informative, they're educational, they're funny, they're smart. I won't spam you. And um, yeah, we send them out like once a week and everyone seems to like them. So sign up for them. Also, the podcast, we do two a week. You never want to miss another podcast. Again, just easily subscribe on iTunes. That's the easiest way. Or you can also just listen on your website, on my website, sexwithemily.com. You can also download certain apps like the Podcast One app or the Stitcher app. There's a lot of easy ways to listen to podcasts, right, Anderson? That is, I mean, if you don't find this thing, there's something wrong with you. If you're right. not listening right no, now, there's something wrong tell with you. you. No, but, but let me tell you something that I get asked every, I was at a film premiere last, or a movie premiere, a Oh, television. fancy lady. No, it was fancy. It was at, at Nobu Malibu. Um, it Holy was. Geez, were you there when Chris Brown and those other people started like rapping out of the blue? Last night? I saw it on TMZ at Nobu in uh, Malibu. Last night? A couple nights ago. I didn't see it. No. This was for Ray Donovan, the Showtime show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, with Live Shriver. Yeah, he's hot. It yeah. was the premiere of the new season, and it was like, they took over the whole Nobu, and it was amazing. Nobu's awesome, because you can get a piece of uh, tuna there for like, I think, $33, exactly. and it's about an ounce, yeah. ounce of tuna. But it was all free food and drinks, and it was oh. I had a blast. I was dancing. There was fireworks. Did you imbibe? A little imbibing? I did some imbibing. I, was, I had like three drinks. That's for me is a lot. No, it was two. Two glasses of yeah, wine. There's no way you could do three. No, three With I'm that like body, you would be No, hammered. no, I had two glasses of wine. It was just a really fun night. It was like so L.A., such an L.A. like thing to do. You know Yeah, I would be very uncomfortable. Um, but what I was saying is that even last night at this premiere, someone who's like very savvy in the business was like, okay, so podcasts, like how, I don't get, like how would I listen to it? You know, people just don't, they still don't know. They don't get it. I'm like, do you have an iPhone? Do you have a phone? Do you have iTunes? You know, just like listen to it. You just stream it. Like you buy a song, it's free though. It's so funny because those of us who work in it, I just assume that like everyone. But don't, I have to tell people all the time. Yeah. They're like, I have to sit in front of my computer. Like, how do I find it? So I'm trying to explain to people now. How, how old was this Hollywood uh, mogul that you were speaking with? <laughs> you know what he was? Mid 40s maybe. Ah, well, there you go. No, old but dude. still, but still, there's even people who are younger that don't get it. So I'm just saying. I love how your guest thinks this is uh, hilarious because obviously she's a, uh, a podcast she? fan. Are you a podcast fan? Siri, okay. I am. <laughs> okay, my guest, I am so excited to have Siri is an adult performer, frequent blogger, amazing writer, widely known in the cosplay world for appearing as the power girl. She's outspoken against slut shaming and is a supporter of the Unslut Project. She was the female performer of the year for the 2014 TLA Raw Awards. Mm -hmm. You won AVN Award in 2013. And she was the only adult industry professional named a top writer of 2013 by Cora, what is it, how do you say that? Cora. Cora. Cora.com. Cora. Yeah, I love your site. I love all the work that thank you're you. doing. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having Very me. Very excited. And then afterwards, you see me on Loveline, which is exciting. They're like, Siri's coming in. We want Siri. So everyone wants you I'm now. you here all night. You're crazy. You'll be here all night, <laughs> folks. Um, but one thing I have to mention first is that I 
am doing a workshop Wednesday, July 16th um, in Hollywood at the Hustler store. It's Hustler Hollywood. It is from 8 to 10 p.m. You all need to RSVP. If you want to meet in person, it's called How to Blow His Mind in Bed. But it's not just for – it's for men and for women. And the space is limited and we're filling up. But if you'd love to, I'd love to meet you. I'd love you to come by. We've got gift bags. I'm going to be teaching a workshop, going through some toys. It's just going to be a whole lot of fun. When is this? What, what's the date? July 16th, Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Hump day. Hump day, of course. Hey, what do you think the chances are uh, that you might accidentally gag and maybe even throw up? What do you mean? Because aren't you going to be sticking things in your no, throat? No, I'm not giving an actual blowjob. I'm going to give what? a blowjob tips, but I'm not going to put anything in my You're going to put something Siri's in your going to come and do it for me. Um, no, but it's RSVP to feedback at sexwithemily.com. That's feedback at sexwithemily.com. You have a few days to do it. I would just love to meet you and come. If you've never been to the Hollywood Hustler, have you been to the Hollywood Hustler store? I've it's, been there once. It's mm-hmm. um, it's like an epic. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's just, just an, it's a destination just to check it out. And I'll be there. It'll be super fun. And also on Wednesdays from 1230 to 1, I do a Twitter chat, live Twitter chat. It's at sexwithemily. Hashtag ask Emily. Ask me any question you want. 1231 Pacific Standard Time. And Anderson, anything that you'd like to tell what, me? What time's the Hustler thing? It's 8 to 10 p.m. Wednesday evening, July 16th. Why, you want to come? I would love to come, but I can't come. Well, I'm going to come to your thing. We should stop saying come. This is getting wrong and dirty. Oh, it always happens. I'm doing way. a film vault right at that time. You're right coming. at the time, I'm sh- I'm, I'm rolling Whatever. on film vault. You could cancel it. It's a it's a podcast. You probably have no idea how to find it. Film vault podcast. Check uh-huh. it. It's a really good one too. So you need to check it out because Anderson's my man. Okay, Siri. Hi. hi. We're so excited. Okay, so tell me about you. How I know oh God. We got to get. We got to get. We got to just get through like how you got started. I mean, you started mm-hmm. just how many years ago now? Two and a half. Okay, and you've already like taken off and done so. Well. How did you first get into this business? It was actually like an. A goal of mine from even when I was like I knew that I wanted to do adult films when I was 19 and I was in my first semester of college and it was something that I was like I really want to do that I put it on the back burner because I wanted to finish school so as soon as I was done with college I moved out here the first chance I got um drove through across the country in from January, where? uh from Texas okay where I'm from um made a pit stop at the AVN show in January in Vegas to do networking and okay. I met some people there and then basically it was like a week later I had driven to LA and had an appointment and, and it all took know. off from there I mean that's yeah. pretty amazing that you had such success so wh- yeah. why did you always what was it about porn that made you think like this is for me I want to do it um just the combination of sexual expression and openness and performing you know being an entertainer for me was like ideal because I'm a performer type I was a theater nerd growing up you were okay yeah and I've always I've always been very sexual um and at the same time, when I was growing up, I didn't feel comfortable expressing myself sexually, and I really longed for a place and like a form to be able to do that. So for me, that's exactly what adult films does, right? You know. So when you say you've always have you you've always been sexual, you mean like from a young age you started masturbating or feeling? <laughs> I mean, like I always I was always very curious about sex, and it was something that that. I wanted to know about and I had really had so much curiosity at the same time I was like a late bloomer I didn't actually have sex for the first time until I was 18 I had my right. first kiss at 17 right so, okay so yeah so it was all that for me all the curiosity led to this kind of growing up with all this pent-up like oh, I want to you know. it was because your family wasn't as open to it or it was just more repressed I guess everyone's yeah the society's repressed like they're not teaching in school or not <laughs> to be honest that. it was kind of that it's like I Originally, I'm from Minnesota, and I moved to Texas when I was, like, 12. Okay. And uh, in Texas, they don't really do sex, sex ed. No. It's just not really a thing. Right. So I didn't have any sex ed formally in school, ever. Yeah, me neither. I went from Michigan. Uh, we didn't really do anything, ever. Everything that I wanted to know about sex, no one was telling me. So I sought it out on my own. I would go to the library, and there was, there was a late uh, a website that was really popular in the late 90s called Girl.com, like Girls Spoke with a U. Okay. And they published a book in, I think it was like 98 or 99, and it was A Girl's Guide to Life. And it had a whole chapter on sex. And it had like girls writing in with sex advice. They had doctors talking about sex advice. And it was, to me, very sex positive for right. y- y- teenage girls. And kind of in the way that like your podcast is. And, right. you know, there's this whole kind of like sex education revolution right. happening right now. I think so, too. I think that we just, I, I've just been so passionate about it. I mean, I always, since I started the show, but I just feel like now that I have these nieces, young nieces, and 
14 and one's 12 and they're Googling me, which is a problem, the 12-year-old. Um, but but it's like, I just know that even my, my sister-in-law is like, how do I talk to her? Like, there's, there's not a lot of information out there. Yeah. Like how you talk to kids. It's been so passionate about lately that we just need. And I think for women, the key is like getting them to know. Like I didn't even master. I didn't even occur to me. I didn't even think of it. I didn't know to do it. I wish that that it was taught for women to feel more empowered sexually, that it wasn't about pleasing your partner. It's about understanding right. your own body first and all that stuff. So. Yeah, it's important yeah. stuff. So what? Um, so you do a variety of different kind of porn and styles and genres. So what's mm-hmm. your favorite one to style to work in? Oh, that's tough. Because um, I mean, like I said, I'm a theater nerd, so I love doing the the films that involve more acting, like parodies and feature length porn films. Um, I all, I mean, like I said, I also I love sex, and and that's a huge part of it, obviously. Right. So it. I don't, I honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily have like a favorite type of film or genre that I like to do. Is there anything that you're interested in doing or that you'd like to try that you haven't done yet? Or like any kind of, anything sexually unseen that you, in, Oh, there's camera? a lot. Yeah. If, if I can speak graphically. Yes. Which, you yeah. can swear, graphic, <laughs> come on, sex with Emily. Like if you can't do it here. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that, that. I have not done on camera that I've maybe done in my personal life, right. but I've kind of been holding out on camera because, well, for me, it's about, I, I really want a career and I want longevity. Right. So the longer I wait to do exactly. more Exactly. You want to blow your load, things. so to speak, right, right. early on. Yeah. I got it. So, yeah. but, but so far you're, um, you, you're happy with what, what you've been doing. Oh yeah. So far I've only done like what, what in the industry is like kind of straight, straight, boy girl sex you know and Are you I have a girl i do girl girl stuff okay but by boy girl sex i mean no no anal no like right multiple partners okay. or anything i've done like two guys on film and that's about as involved as i haven't done a gangbang okay. on film. got it but maybe but i've done it in my future. personal life have you yeah you had a gangbang in your pro- how did that happen a couple times okay but how did that happen a gangbang <laughs> in your personal life like did you send out an evite like what how does it work um well, I'm married. My husband and I are swingers, so okay. that's that's really how. Um, I've guess I've had two formal no, one formal gangbang and two like less formal ones that kind of just happened in a swinging s- scenario, right? Organic gangbang. Um, but the one that was actually formal was a like a birthday present from my husband. Like oh, he arranged it oh and surprised God, me. With, like, that's amazing. With like six guys at our house. How does he, people are just like what your husband? People don't understand that that could even exist. That your husband, but that's a swingers, but that you would want to watch right. you because I this came up with someone recently she's like my husband keeps talking about wanting to have me have sex watch me have sex with someone and I just I mean they're not swingers they're very yeah. vanilla she's like but I just don't get it and I'm like there's just some guys that turns them on it's their thing and, yeah and, and it's just hard to it's like she's just kind of more conservative and just didn't get it but I think it's <laughs> awesome that you found the man for yeah you that's down and with that it goes both ways with us like I, I'll watch him with with other girls too and it's for us it's about I enjoy, we enjoy giving each other the gift of experiencing someone else, someone new. And it's like, he's having fun. He's enjoying himself so that I enjoy that. And it's right, the same exactly. Way you get pleasure because he's having pleasure. Uh-huh. And then and then you guys are also do like threesomes with other women and stuff. Absolutely. Been, okay. One so of my go- favorite threesomes was actually with his ex-girlfriend. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. She's People a really, really nice girl. Really, that's yeah. awesome. And that, that Okay, so he got to hook up with his ex-girlfriend again, too, then. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so that's really funny. That was your, you're like, I get why you like her, because we both like the same guys, so you guys probably got along well. It makes sense. Totally. It's a yeah. good way to, like, vet your, your partners and stuff. <laughs> so you consider, so you're bisexual. Yes. And so do you ever, do you ever, are you ever with women on your own, like, without your husband? Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, like, super frequent. Um, but yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you've had, right, I think I read some of the early on you were in just a, a relationship with a woman, right? Exclusively? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, around the same time that I actually first decided I wanted to do adult films, that was about six, like a year after I started dating women. Um, when I was 18, I decided to start dating women. I, I'd always been attracted to women, hadn't really explored it. Right. And uh, I identified as a lesbian as soon as I started dating women I was like wow I'm full-on lesbian and I identified that way um for almost four years and then toward the end of that four-year period I realized I was having attractions to men right. again and so it was like no wait I guess I'm not I guess okay. I, I've, I've always been bisexual and you know when did you so know did you were bisexual what, what age like was it a younger age that you thought that or was it when you got older that you started feeling more attracted to women it was at a younger age I mean the first time I knew I actually had a crush on a girl was like seven 
Wow. Okay. That's great. I mean, no, that's what a lot of people say. They, they knew they knew at a young I age. I always had crushes on boys and girls at the same time. Like See, when I was that in so it makes sense. Camp. You're like in, you're like in the right place. Is there ever any time though when you're on camera, like beforehand? Do you meet the people beforehand before you go on camera with someone? Like, what if you're not that into them? Like, how do you get yourself into it? Turned on? Like, do you just fantasize something else, or you're just like, this is my job. I'm getting paid. I'm going home. I'll be with my husband. Like, what do you do? Well, part of that is. Partially, it's not even an issue just because I've been in the industry for two and a half years now. Right. And it is it is a small world. So the majority of the time, I already at least know the person on some level. Right. Because you've all, it's all the yeah. same. Yeah. And, and usually if I don't know the person, um, I prefer to work with people that I've met like once before. Just because, you know, it's like, yeah. then, then I feel like if I if I haven't met them before, then I really talk to them before a scene well, and, you and have, get a right? sense of. And is, yeah. is there a certain protocol that before the scene you do have to kind of say, this is what I'm into, this is what I'm not, oh, yeah. this is what goes. Oh, okay. yeah. That's that's kind of a an unwritten common courtesy kind of thing of, right. of porn is, you know, you ask your co-star, what are your likes, what are your, your dislikes, right. what's off limits? Um, just general boundaries. You right, know. exactly. So what's off limits, do you say is off limits for you? Um, for me, it's really any, I'm, not that I'm not into pain, because there's, there's a time and a place for that. Like right. I, I can be into like a little bit of pain, a little bit of power play, but most of the time that's, that's off the table for me, unless I'm really in the mindset for it. So right. that's one of those things. But okay. um, I really enjoy dirty talk. So for me, yeah, it's me I, I have more turn-ons than I have turn-offs. Right. So what's your turn on? So dirty talk is hot. Dirty talk is a huge one. You, um, do you love you like talking dirty and being talked dirty too as well, back mm-hmm. and forth? Right. Oh yeah. 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 Me absolutely. Too. How would you do? Can you do like some impromptu dirty talk? How would you teach oh people? My god. <laughs> oh my god! Please. I'm probably gonna be too flustered me, to do like, that. I had a woman at a party caught like the other week. She's like pulls me aside. I never met. This happens at parties. She's like, I hear what you do, and my new guy over there, he wants me to talk dirty. And I don't know how to start. She's like reading books. I'm like, you just kind of got to like talk about what's going on in the moment. For me, it's it's just, it's like, that's why when you're like, can I do it now? Probably not. Because for right. me, it's so in the moment. Right. It's like, I pretty much just say whatever pops into right. my head. When right, I'm exactly. <laughs> well, it's true because for women too, not that all women are into it, but like the brain is our largest sex organ. Like we want to hear words. Like that's what really yeah. turned us on. And, and men too. But for, for women, I think especially, a lot of us, a good place talk. to start, I think, is just telling the person, like, verbally expressing what you're feeling. Right. Like, oh, my God, that's so deep in my pussy. Right. Like, exactly. Just tell just the guy that. what you're feeling. And it's use like, the word pussy, not vagina. Right? <laughs> I've, I've used the word vagina. <laughs> right. But, like, you're deep in my vagina. Like, you're like, what? Are we having, like, a gynecological exam? No, you want to say pussy. But, but yeah, explain how you're feeling or what you yeah. want. Like, I can't wait to have your cock inside me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do, people. You just start explaining what there you're you feeling go. in the moment. But so, what are some other turn-ons? Um, eye contact. A lot of eye contact. During kissing, sex, right? So, Kissing's huge. Yeah, some people uh, don't want to kiss as much. That's actually more of a swinger thing, I right. guess. We meet people in this. My husband and I meet people in, people in the swinging lifestyle that are like no kissing, and we're like no. Right. That's a major turn-on. I know. For I me. love the kiss. You need the kissing to get started. So if yeah. you don't kiss, it just seems like that yeah. would be hard for me. That would be like a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Because that's how you connect. Yeah, it's a very, to me it, it is. It's exactly that. And in porn, it's not actually there. Are very, I haven't met anyone in porn who's like, no, I don't kiss. But sometimes the kissing doesn't happen because it's not that type of scene, right. or they're not looking for a romantic feel. But right. I always try and get one in there just because right. it's that's kind of for me. You right? Know? No, we totally need the kissing. I, that makes <laughs> so much sense. And so, and what I was gonna say is about talking to you about what you want before sex. I think it's so interesting because I feel like couples. Like I wish there was some kind of. I like want to create this like some kind of document or something that you have to or it's an app or people before you have sex with someone or when you start being with someone you can ask them these questions and talk about what you like and don't like and what you want to explore because so many couples are together for so long and they just don't even know how to talk about sex yeah. so I think that's like a great practice that you do that and just when I was thinking about that it reminded me that I'm always trying to teach couples how to talk to each other because they're together since for, for so long and they just they're like I don't know what to say. It's been 15 That's years. Tough. I'm happy. I'm like, do you know what her fantasies are? Do you know? No, no. Oh my gosh. No, all the time this happens. It's true. So what do you think it is if you had to say the key? I mean, you're beautiful and you're intelligent Thank you. and you're sexy and all these things. But there's a lot of women who want to get into porn and you've had such this like skyrocketing skyrocketing success in the last few years. What would you attribute that to? What do you think it is about you? Well, I I think that it's I'm very accessible to my fans. First of all, I'm like really interactive with my fans on social media. Um, I've I from, love that. Yeah, early on, I had 
not only Twitter, but I had a Tumblr blog that was very popular in, in like my first year and a half. And Tumblr deleted it after they were bought by Yahoo. They just oh. completely obliterated it with no warning. That kind of sucked. <sighs> I hate that stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of built my brand as a performer on fan interactions. I didn't. So how do you interact? So I know that you do a lot of open Q&As and stuff mm-hmm. with real people. And then you're, let's give out your website real quickly and your Twitter if people do want to find you. It's at Siri Pornstar. At Siri Pornstar. Siri Pornstar. And then mm-hmm. your your website SiriPornstar.com. Easy. Okay. Yep. So you do, that's that's great. So it's all been, because it is so much about, that's, they always say, the, no matter what you're selling, like a widget or porn or yeah. radio show, that it is all about interacting with your fans mm-hmm. and, and having, so so you do these Q&As and you open up and they ask you questions. And right. You, and you really, do you do it like once a week or how can people participate in that? Um, Well, when I started out with the Tumblr blog, I, because Tumblr has this ask feature where people can ask you questions anonymously or via their account and I started out with that and that is preserved on my blog now which is at blog.seriepornstar.com okay and now um like the most recent big kind of Q&A I did was the ask me anything on reddit which was like six months ago and that that was that was really fun I heard that was really fun and (laughs) Uh it also did something happen out of that that became more controversial something that you yeah yeah um well one of the first questions I got on the Ask Me Anything on Reddit was, what would you change if you could change anything about the adult film industry? Right. And I said, I would I would invent a magical scepter that would make pirating porn impossible right. because piracy is a huge issue affecting is the adult industry. Issue. It's true, right? So, yeah, people should, you know, you're working hard for right. a living, right? It's like the music industry. It's the same thing. Exactly. So yeah. I think it's good that you brought that up. And the controversy came with the fact that, I mean, a fair amount of Redditors are in support of digital piracy. Right. And, you know... All content on the internet should be free, which doesn't make sense if you're talking about people's livelihoods. Exactly. You're trying to make a living here. <laughs> right. Right. So they, there were enough people that disagreed with that statement of mine that they would start downvoting my other comments just to be mean. And it, it, it bounced back eventually. Right. And the more positive upvotes oh, and, sure. and all that yeah, won no, out. But there was a little con- controversy. Right. I get yeah. it. But that's, that's important that you speak up. I know you, you speak up a lot, a lot of important issues. that you. I think that's what it is, that you have more... You know, you've a lot to say, more of a brand and things that you believe in. And I think you're just, you're doing great work. Yeah. So, um, thank you. So, is there any advice that you have for women you think that, that want to learn to enjoy sex more? Anything that you know or that you've learned? Don't be afraid to just be outspoken about your own needs and like put it out there and ask for what you want. I exactly. mean, that's so hard for so many women is just to say, like, touch me this way. And it's such a simple thing. And most guys are not. I, I don't know any guy. Well, I guess there are a couple douchebags out there who'll be like, no, I want what I want. But exactly. the vast majority of men want to please you. Exactly. And, and they just, but women don't. Yeah. And repeatedly faking orgasms, if you're into that habit, is one of the worst things you can do for yourself and your own sexual happiness. Like, exactly. that is not a good habit to get into. Right, right. It's so true. I mean, you're sending the wrong message because he's thinking he's the king of the universe, right? right? And you're not telling him, you're not getting feedback. I had a friend who faked multiple orgasms. So every time she was with this guy, she had to fake multiple. I'm like, what the hell did you get yourself into? That's like, one orgasm said. So every time they're together, she's like, uh, I'm coming again. I'm like, that sounds exhausting. Just, like, get, yeah. grab your vibrator or something. You yeah. Know? Um, you're right. So what about when you're actually having sex um, on camera? Do you always have orgasms? Or sometimes, for, I know that's a little different if you have to fake them, but do you mm-hmm. usually have orgasms during a scene? I will say that the vast majority of the time they're real because I always do whatever I can for myself, right. like, you know, rubbing my clit or whatever I need to do to really achieve orgasm. Every now and again, there's the odd scene where maybe we're having sex on such an uncomfortable surface or right. it's outside in summer and it's like 105 degrees right. and we're in the sun and it's just because of other complications, it's just too hard. Right. That's like life. You just can't too. really like, let go can... to that degree. Right. Um, and in those situations, if the director really sometimes a director will be like, we really need an orgasm. So five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and then right. they basically you just fake it. They just, right. They just want it for the camera. Exactly. Um, but sometimes if I can't do it for real, they're okay with me not even faking it, you know? Okay. And then it and then it just becomes about like I'm still enjoying the sex, you right. know. Exactly. The whole we, point of this for me is an orgasm. It's just I enjoy it. That's regardless. the thing. It's about the journey. Sex is not about an end goal. It's mm-hmm. really not. We women we can still enjoy it if we're not having an orgasm. So mm-hmm. how do you orgasm typically? Do you orgasm like all over G spot, clitoral, or is there a certain way that you generally I 
it, I've I've orgasmed from just penetration, but it's a much longer buildup for me. Right. It's, it takes a while. And it feels great, but I almost don't have the patience for it. I'm kind of an impatient person. I know. Me too. I'm like, I can do it, but sometimes you're just like, right, right it's a clitoral. And then, yeah. Right. So I got usually it. for me, it's a, like a combination of penetration and clitoral and, and sometimes just clitoral, but... And I'm also a squirter. Oh, you are? Oh, good. Have you always been? Or did you have to Um, learn? I I I learned, I guess, kind of early compared to what I've heard other girls say. um, When the first relationship, really, that I had the first long-term relationship was with a woman who was, she was older than me. I was 18 or 19 at the time, and she was like 35. So she'd been with a lot of women, and she knew female anatomy very well and oh, so you probably learned a lot from that relationship we used to have phone sex because she lived like a little bit far away and so we used to have phone sex all the time and she would give me directions over the phone about how to finger myself and, and it would work and and yeah wow, and she hot. basically taught myself taught me <laughs> over the phone through phone sex how to squirt wow, with just with your fingers so is pressure um, it, it's, it's doing that like kind of the come motion inside and then rubbing my clit at the same time. Yeah, that's great. What about sex toys? Do you ever use sex toys? Are you um, a fan? I am a huge fan of like vibrators, like the little the little. I, I call Bullets mine like or... the egg. Oh it's yeah. Like, I have I have two. Um, there was one that I had that's made by Jeju that's called Mimi. Oh, and it's, <laughs> it's like... my favorite toy in the whole world. <laughs> I I won it in in a giveaway actually like. Three years ago, it's my. It's so funny. People have listening to the show. Like I've literally increased their sales by forty percent. It's amazing. I, it's it's my favorite toy. And my other favorite one, which is newer, but I've been using it a lot, and I actually have a couple of them. Is is a Lilo's Siri vibrator? Oh, which the Siri. Totally not coincidence. Not it was, it's your name. It actually predates me, but there, it's that little black one, right? It's what's li- it? The Siri. I have it, but I. It comes in different colors, but it's kind of it's kind of an eggy shape. Yeah. It's like a little bean shape. Almost. Exactly, it's a bean, but it has a little <laughs> thing in the middle, right? Yeah. And that's. Do you ever use them during intercourse? Like, do you hold them against you, the, or do you just for oh, masturbation? Yeah. No, it's actually the perfect size to kind of wedge in there. You can hold it against exactly. your clit while you're having sex, and it doesn't kind of get in the way. I or... love this theory. I know exactly which one you're talking about, and yeah. Mimi. That's why I love them because and they're quiet, they're discreet, yes. and you can just have and them powerful. And, and powerful and rechargeable. Exactly. I love it. No I batteries. You know? No batteries. Waterproof <laughs> for squirters. The whole thing. I love them. Yeah, those are some <laughs> of my favorites too. Um, so, I so at one point it says that you 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 also you had an agent, but now you've already gone independent. So mm-hmm. you own your own brand, your own yeah. thing. Was it just because you felt like it just? Why was well, it harder? I, mean, I had I mean, an agent for my first year. And it in that first year it was a learning experience for me. I really discovered that I can. I can mostly do that for myself and I'm so independently minded that I just for me it's a better fit to be independent. And I guess it's, sure. it's probably also because I'm college educated and I'm not the the agents are very helpful for girls who come into the business and they're, you know, 18 or they're younger and they're not right. very educated and it helps them to have an agent to help make certain decisions. But right. for me I actually felt a little overburdened like I don't need all this, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. No, no, it's true because you can kind of do it on your own once you get you get the feel of it, and you're smart, and you can. You know. A lot of it's just basic business. Yeah. It is. It is, and so you're good at that. Mm-hmm. That's good. I've had to <laughs> learn it. I wasn't at first. I was just doing a podcast because I thought it was really fun, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm an artist. I gotta make money and figure it out." Um, so, um, if you, what do you think if you weren't in the adult industry, what would you be doing? Ooh. Um, well, I studied communications and minored in Spanish. So, <laughs> so if I were going to do something that actually relates to my education, then I, I guess it would be like Spanish translator. But I've, I probably wouldn't actually want to do that. Um, <laughs> I've always thought that I would probably be a makeup artist, just because oh, okay. I, I you're, love. You're so beautiful. Makeup. Your Thank makeup you. looks great. I was like, your skin is gorgeous. Thank you. It's like glowing and beautiful. For, to me, you that's that's that. satisfied. Like I'm a pretty creative person. Like the whole performer. Right. Type is a very creative thing to me, but I I also think of makeup as creative expression. It is. You know? it really, did you feel like study it and learn it, or you just sort of? Well, I I I can do my own makeup really well, but I I know that when I do other people's faces, it's not as much. That's what takes practice. So if I were right. ever going to do that, I just need, really I I would go to school for it. But it. I think I have a somewhat of a natural yeah. well, talent. You look for great. It. You do. You do. You look. You do. Okay. So I need to get some sex tips from you. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, performing oral sex on a woman. Ooh. Let's start there. Okay. What are some tips that you would, like, what are your go-to moves or things that you think that people, men or women, don't really know about 
or performing oral sex in a woman that you think they should? Or that are tips that you've learned that we could share to my audience? In my experience, and, and I can really only speak from what I know I like receiving and what I find is effective when I'm giving. <laughs> okay, wait. You know what? I'm going to come back yeah, to that in a minute. No when worries. we come back from the break, you are going to give us your Yay. top oral sex detail uh, tips for performing oral sex in a woman, which I believe is there's a huge need for this in the world yes. because so many people don't know what the I hell they're doing. <laughs> okay, so I also, first I have to give a word for my sponsors. I just want to thank everyone for listening to the show and for supporting my sponsors. And I know a lot of you out there live in the LA area or you come here often and the Hustler Hollywood store should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, and the sexiest laundry. And most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for to spice up your sex life. Hustle Hollywood is the perfect date night spot if you're in a relationship. You just go. Like, if you're like, oh, we want to spice things up, browse their selection of sexy products, see what gets you both turned on, and do some shopping. This way, you can avoid any awkward conversations about sex and go right to the source to fulfill all your sexual desires. And if you're single and you want to have more fun during your solo time, they've got the most amazing display of products there. And Hustler Hollywood, they love you, my Sex with Emmy listeners. They want to make your sex life better. So whether you're single or in a relationship, they're offering a 20% discount if you mention Sex with Emily when you visit visit the legendary store. That's it. So also, I'm going to be doing a workshop. I mentioned that earlier, Wednesday, July 16th, 8 to 10 p.m. So you should RSVP at feedback at sexwithemily.com. So again, mention Sex with Emily, get 20% off any item. Also, another thing I got to give a shout out is to Nono. I love my Nono Pro. I spent, do you use Nono? No. Okay. I just, I, I think it's so cool and I want to try it. Okay, you got to try it. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. I spent so much time, like money, razor, yeah, especially your business, razors, waxing, mm-hmm. tweezing, the whole thing. Nono Pro is the best way, hands down, to remove unwanted hair with no pain. And it's for men too. Men, if they've got like the back, you know, like on their neck or their back, or they're like, I don't want to do about it. This is like hair removal. It's easy. You could do it while you're watching TV. It doesn't hurt. Legs, arms, face. You will love how easy it is to use and the weeks, months of long-lasting results. Plus, No No Pro comes with a 100% 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you return it. And when you purchase it, you also get a $50 gift card to an award-winning skincare line. So go to nonoemily.com. That's nonoemily.com. Check it. You'll like it. Nice. I'll get you on. You got to try it out. Okay. Oral sex tips for women. Going down on a woman. Yay. Okay. Yay. Uh, okay. So <clears throat> I've been told, by the way, that I'm really good at, at uh, going down on girls. So. Oh, really? Good so hopefully know. this is reliable information. Sure. In my experience, it has been. <laughs> okay, good. I'm sure you're good. Tell me. I'm dying. I love these tips. Yes. All I right. You know that I love them. Yeah. First of all, I would say... And again, I always feel the need to stress, like, this doesn't apply to everyone because exactly. every woman's body is different. But in general, I find that less is more. Um, when I'm going down on a girl, um, I'm I'm very much into the tongue action, you know, on the clit. And right. maybe a little bit of, like, teasing around the labia. But generally, I don't, I don't put, like, I'll ask her, is that good? Like, is that enough pressure? Do you want more? Do you want less? As you're doing it. Like, As I'm doing it, okay. yeah. And right. so, and usually, sometimes you don't need to ask. It, it's good, too, if you're in doubt. Right. But I always ask anyway, you know. And right. with some girls, they're so responsive that you don't need to ask because it's right. undoubtedly you can tell. they're like, enjoying clearly that. Clearly, I'm doing something right. <laughs> right. Um, and when it comes to fingers, I'm a really huge fan of, like, fingering, fingering a girl while I'm eating her out. Okay. Um, but that's that's really where I mean less is more is with the fingers. Um, so just not the whole time or just not as much aggression with the fingers? Not as much I start movement. start with one and then ask if I can put another one in. Like, you know. Which is hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and some girls, they want like four in there, You but you don't know. Right. I'm like, the reason I'm such a fan of that is I'm not huge into fingers. Like, I, I won't really, I don't really do more than two. Right. You know? So I'm always a fan of when someone asks me. So I always do that kind of as a courtesy to other girls because I don't know how much they want. Right. And right. I d- I'm, I really go slow with it. Um, I'm, I don't do a whole lot of the crazy right. like, da, 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 finger banging. Right. Right. Okay. Generally, I find that men do that more often than girls they do. They do. It to other girls. I don't know why. Like that's their thing. Right? <laughs> the guys are like, oh, the harder, yeah. the better, the faster. Like they jackhammer. Unfortunately, with a I think that that might be so common because guys see it in porn. Yeah, it's which true. is not when when a guy does that to me on right. camera, I'm like, no. Ooh, right, doesn't uh-uh. it's too much. It's too much stimulation. If they're if they're going down, but sometimes some women aren't into the thing. They just want you to do just have oral sex with your mouth and not the fingers. Yeah, but you can experiment, mm-hmm. or maybe 
woman doesn't know because someone hasn't done it right before. So it's also like just she might say she doesn't like yeah. it, but if you do it slowly, I always say like slow slow sex is just you know, I tell a lot of guys like go three times slower or five times slower oh, than yeah. you think. Just slow everything oh, down yeah. and you will have more success, I think. So yeah. so you focus on the clitoris um, with your tongue, you said. Um, any anything else like teasing, waiting like do you like what do you think it is that gets is there anything that moves it when you know they're about to orgasm or anything that you do? Um I when I know that they're getting close, either I, I ask them or it's just, you know, body language tells me. Right. I put a little more pressure on and I really like, I mean, I put a lot of pressure on with my tongue on the clit. Right. Um, I also, especially when a girl's getting close to orgasm, I like to kind of like just touch, like kind of gently caress her inner thighs right. or even tickle a little bit. Some girls like that. You never know. It's hot. Um, or a little like bit of a squeeze, too, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teasing. Not just like some guys get so focused or women, whoever gets so focused on one part, but like the yeah. teasing and the slowing it down is very important. Okay. Yeah. Those are good tips. Thank now, you. what about uh, oral sex on a man? Ooh, um, man. <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> that, that to me, I'm not as I'm not as studied about doing it. I've been told that I'm very good at it, I'm but for sure, me, okay. it just I just kind of like do it, and right. I don't actually think about it that much. Um, You're natural, <laughs> which is funny because I that's that's one of the weirdest like little tidbits of I guess factoids about me, um, especially because I'm a porn performer. Is I didn't actually give a guy a blowjob until I was 22. That's the first time I ever gave. Really? And I just turned 26. <laughs> so to put you, that on a timeline, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah. good, right? But you got it. I mean, it's it's just this. There's so many guys like oh, people, women don't know how. You have so. to you have to really enjoy it. With with, well, that's for both boys yeah, and girls. The enthusiasm, you have to enjoy enthusiasm, it. enthusiasm is so and so so important. Right. Um, I just wrote a. Um, I have a new column actually for Glamour, Glamour.com, and it's on Sunday nights. It's my it's a sex tip column, and last week was about how to learn to love to give a blowjob because there's a lot of oh, women yeah. who like don't like it or they think they don't like it or they had a bad experience with it, and it was just about maybe wait abnormally long period of time before <laughs> you do it first. Right, wait because <laughs> that seemed to work for me. Right, exactly. So but, now you like it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The first time I did it, I was like, "This is awesome! Why did I not do this for the last four years?" Exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, but it's true. But a lot of women are just like, th- and I think there's a lot of sexual acts like that people have like bad experiences or weird things yeah. happen, and they're like, "Oh, I don't like it." I'm like, "But, but don't just because someone might have you know done it wrong or hurt you in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's ways you could try it with someone who's more experienced or talk, voice what you need and what you desire and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So pretend it's like the most delicious popsicle you've ever seen in your life. Right. Like. You know, that you're going to really right. aggressively lick. And you don't want any drip to drop to the floor. That's yeah. my thing. I rem- in my article, I was like, lick it like it's the most delicious ice cream cone. Make eye contact. Be into it. Be enthusiastic. I think that's mm-hmm. that's all really important. Eye contact is great for blowjobs. Like, even if you're not that the best blowjob-er, giver, <laughs> right. you, you, can, you can pretty much, I mean, you can get away with not being the best if you're really into the eye contact. Right. Because that's where the guy gets that sense of your passion and that you're really enjoying it. Exactly. Is, they yeah. want to see you. It's true. I, eye contact is a big one. And no teeth. I always say eye no, contact is yeah. big one. <laughs> about the teeth. Um, so what's your favorite position? Doggy. Sexually? Doggy style. Always? Yeah. Because you can orgasm that way more easier or you just like it? Um, I actually, feels good for or? me, orgasming is easiest in missionary. Um, I just like doggy because it, it feels kind of naughty. Like right. it's just, it's kind of dirty and animalistic and yeah. I really like it. That's fun. <laughs> do you play, do you guys do any like role playing, dressing up, stuff like that? Um, I do. I do enjoy role playing. Yeah. How do you guys get into that? Um, or what kind of stuff do you do? Like people are like, really? You can go to the bar and be strangers. Like that's really going to work after everyone's like, yeah, you got to get into it. You might laugh a little, but how do you, <laughs> um, or in the house, you're role playing. I'm not saying you don't do that. Usually, they're not usually that planned out or like really. I guess it's. I don't even know if I should call it role playing. It's just we kind of like do goofy. It's like power exchange. Right. Maybe is okay, is so, more a better word for it. Right. More like you're the naughty schoolgirl. Like, I need to be punished. You know. Right. Like. I've been a very bad girl. <laughs> yeah. Do you wear? Do you get dressed up? Like, what about cosplay? Can you explain what that is? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's people who don't who might not know. Um. Well. I, I cosplay as Power Girl, which is a DC Comics character, and she's known for her boob window in her costume, which is like literally like they just cut a window out of her costume to, oh. join, like, to see her cleavage. Oh my god, <laughs> right. Okay, amazing. She's this amazing photo being held up of you. Okay. And so I, I started um, just, you know, I got the costume together, took some photos, posted them, you know, on my Tumblr, on Instagram, and fans went wild for it. So I went. Sexy. Yeah. yeah. So, so I haven't. 
I want to go to more comic cons. I haven't had a lot of time to go to a lot of the comic conventions, but I went to Phoenix Comic Con last year and it was amazing and it was such a fun experience. And, and to, yeah, do you like get dressed up? Do you have a lot of different costumes and stuff? Like, do you like being dressed? Actually, I mostly have only done Power Girl. Um, I've I've got the Black Widow costume from the Avengers, and oh, I'm gonna awesome. do that one too. But so mostly lately, what my cosplay consists of, since I don't have all the time to actually travel to conventions, is I do videos. So I'll do and they're on your site. I'll do videos and put them on my site. So I okay. do one where I'm Power Girl. And I'm <laughs> Jerk off instructions, which is really popular. Wait, tell me, that's kind what it's of, called. Jerk off. You, it's a, okay, it's wait, kind tell of a me, fetish. Walk me it. Okay. There's, there's. It's kind of a fetish for like a certain type of video that I you might find a lot of porn girls with their own websites doing. It's, okay. it's it seems pretty common. I don't know how how widespread people like know about it, but no, but talk, I have no idea about <laughs> it. See, there you okay, go. Okay, so well, I'll just tell you what I do when I do yeah, make I a jerk hear. off instruction video. I set up my camera and it's like. I'm just talking to my camera. It's just me in my room, camera on a tripod. I'm talking to it, and I, I act like it's a guy, and I tell him how to jerk off. I literally give him jerk off instructions. So you just stand. Are you now? Are you touching yourself, or you're just? Sitting oh yeah, there? like I'm usually like fondling my boobs, or right. you, you know, masturbating, or. Thank you. But there's like pictures yet. before you click, right? Because I mean, it's the most needless thing in the world is uh, jerk off instructions. I think. I don't. I don't know if there's anything. That I would. Men don't need I would less. Be, you know, everyone knows how her, to. From Siri. But I know exactly. It's That's a what turn I'm on. It's, so it's like, like it's misleading. So walk, give me an example. So talk. Like pretend I'm watching your video. You're sitting there, and you're saying like, take your big. Yeah, cock I want you to pants. take your cock out for me. I want to watch you stroke it for me. You know? So guys, it's not. A, it's not a how-to then. Not it's a not. It's not. It's jerk off instructions because it's the guy gets off on me like Talking. telling him, and right, a lot of the time it. it's you're not allowed to come <laughs> until I count down from ten. So it's like a dominatrix thing. I was I was thinking more but like how the, you get instructions on how to put batteries into your <laughs> fucking clock. You know what I mean? Right. It can be a, a domination thing, but a lot of the time it's not. It's just the guy really gets off on. It's like he's I'm gonna jerk off anyway. I may as well right. watch this video where the girl's like literally telling me. Right, and it's hot for them that you yeah. like that you want to see it, and then so so this is your website that people can Siri Pornstar. Yeah, SiriPornstar.com, and they can um, go and, and check out all your what what are your, some of your other favorite videos on there, like the most popular ones, and why do you think they're oh popular? my the most popular ones? Uh, the, the most popular one is probably the cream pie scene that I did because it's o- it's the only one I've ever done on film. What 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 <laughs> happens? Is, what's what cream pie? That's that's like an internal like cum shot, like the guy comes inside, oh, which but is how do they not inter- that popular in porn, you know. It's no. rare because it's risky, you know. Right, right, somewhat. right, right. <laughs> so the, he comes inside, but you can like literally. Yeah, it's like it's like you know the camera comes in at, like a close shot on me at the end, and you can see it like coming out. Wow. Okay, that's hot. So people, <laughs> that's your most popular one. Is there anything that you um like that you're working on now? Like how often are you working on movies and your own site? Like do you do both? Do you just do it from home? Like your site? It's about yeah. Um, I film pretty much all my stuff. It's like me and my husband, you know, he's cameraman and I, I edit all my own videos. You I do? process I write all the descriptions for all of them. Yeah. It's it's very much a You <laughs> edit them all. Thing. Yeah. So how is it watching yourself have sex? I feel like I'd be like, Oh my God, my arm, my leg like you know, aren't you critical of I'm yourself? Just, well do, I might be if I didn't edit my video like Right, you're like, Oh I like yeah. that's bad there the way my ass was going out. I guess because when I'm editing I'm in this mindset where I'm it's very like kind of not mechanical. I don't know. Like it's, I, I like the process of editing. Me too. So I actually it's don't calming. even really like Final like, Cut or do you use, yeah. Yeah, I use Final yeah, Cut. Yeah, I like it too. You really get, it takes forever though to edit videos. I'm, I'm just I so like. concentrated on like where I'm going to put the cuts and stuff. I don't even see right. myself. Right, that's good. That's a good way to, to do you watch your yeah. own movies and stuff? My husband and I will watch things when they come out together because he really enjoys, he, he's not there on set, you know, that's not right. customary for partners to be on set on porn sets. So he really enjoys watching it I love it. it. You found like a perfect partner. How long have you guys and, been together? Three years. Okay, that's yeah. cool. So let's talk a little bit about, about non-monogamy because of being swingers because that's something that I think that a lot of people are just sort of confounded by that idea that, that you could ever get over jealousy. And you guys take it to this whole, I mean, not only you're, you're swingers, but you also do porn mm-hmm. and you seem so like supportive of each other. But how, is there ever times where you get jealous or you get, how have you guys learned to deal with it? Do you just communicate a lot about it or it's just really not part of your DNA makeup? Like you just don't get jealous well, because you you see that he's having pleasure you're having pleasure it's reciprocal it is it is something that we've really kind of worked out a philosophy for ourselves as a couple um but i do think that jealousy is is natural to a degree right. 
especially you know with a relationship where you're you love this person you want to spend right. the rest of your life with them etc um i believe that jealousy is kind of i mean the real if if you have a jealousy issue with a partner i, I don't want to speak for everyone right. but for my husband and i I don't have jealousy is rooted in a fear of that person maybe leaving you Abandoned, or right. that they that you you think that they're going to try and find something better. And if you don't live with that fear, then it opens up this whole world of possibilities. Exactly. And I am completely secure in my relationship with my husband. There's no fear that he's going to look somewhere else. Right. He knows I'm never going to look somewhere else. So it opens up this whole world for us to explore sexually together. Right. And we can share these experiences because we're not afraid of what might happen as right. a result. It's, you know. Do you guys have anything that is off limits for you that you won't do? Um, Not not a lot. I mean, like I said, with the kissing thing, like we right. love kissing. Some right. couples in swinging aren't fans of that because it's too intimate. Right. Um, We're, we're not like that, but... I guess for me, kind of a boundary for me is sleeping in a bed with someone. Right. Like okay. literally sleeping with someone. <laughs> right. You're like, it's over now. Because that's, yeah. for me, that's like one of my most intimate times that I have with my husband. And it's right. kind of like, oh, I just kind of want you that for me. You that. I, I totally get that. Yeah. So you got to like, how but do that's you kind of about couples? It. <laughs> how do you find couples? Like, that's it. You guys are like, phones are ringing off the hook. How do you find couples? Um, is we, it not that hard? Like when you're business or just how do you find them yeah. well i mean sometimes we meet people in the industry that we really like and we'll do stuff with them um sometimes we meet couples who are not in the porn industry they're just swingers you know and usually we meet those people on industry or swinger networking sites which right. there's a bunch of there are a bunch what are um, some of your favorites just people sdc.com which is swingers date stands for swingers dates swingers date club okay so then isn't every city right you could like plug in your city or yeah stc is worldwide right. um and there are certain certain swinger sites that are more popular in certain regions you know like cassidy is popular in like the vegas area right um there's lifestyle lounge which is more popular in certain parts of texas um so it's it kind of depends on where you are but most of them have people from all over the world right right that's great it's a great resource I mean, people are like, how do we find them? How do we find them? It's like, it's literally like Facebook for swinging. I right. mean, it's so easy to use. It's the social networking site, really. But do you guys ever, now when you when you swing, is it the couple, like what, don't you have to both like, both? doesn't that yeah. happen where you're like, I'm yeah. not so into it, but he's like crazy about something, you know? You yeah, know. we. I'm not really into like taking one for the team. Right. So <laughs> were you like, ah, uh, what do you do if you do meet up and you're like, mm, we're out? Like, I'm not into him. How do you, or do you, how do you like? Well, has that's, it ever happened that you meet him in person and you're like, oh, no, I'm not into him? Well, that's what makes the the swinger networking site so great is, you know, everyone's got photos usually. Oh, I um, see. So and you can before tell. we meet someone, we would re request a photo. Just right. But still, you know, the photo, know. but then you see him in person, you're like, oh, I'm just not. What do you do? You send him home? It, usually, <laughs> like, we kinda, it. <laughs> usually we chat or like text or phone call enough to have a vibe from that person okay so you start so, a little yeah it's not like so, they just show up and yeah and if there's any doubt then usually we would not just go straight to play we might go on a little like double date like dinner first and then if dinner is kind of rocky then we would just end it there right okay got it so there's a <laughs> yeah. way there's a way to get out i'm sure you have a lot of people knocking down your doors but you just have to like schedule it in and stuff um talk to me about slut shaming i know you're a big supporter of the unslut project mm -hmm. and it's a very important issue to you and i think it, it makes a lot of sense can you talk to me about your experience with it and the project yeah well, i'm actually an associate producer on slut a documentary film which is kind of the the child of unslut project um and the film itself aims to kind of create a dialogue and highlight the issue of slut shaming and the fact that it's become completely unfortunately commonplace. How would you explain norm. what slut shaming is? Slut shaming is the act of making any woman or girl feel less than human for her sexual behavior, whether it's real right. sexual behavior or perceived. Right. Something that, you know, it's I love the fact that um slut a documentary film or the unslut project the way that they we, we funded it by doing a Kickstarter oh, project. Oh, awesome. Good for you. <laughs> and one of the rewards for the Kickstarter was a t-shirt that says Define Slut on the front. And I like I it. love that. Yeah. 
because if you ask someone to define slut, everyone has a different definition. Right, exactly. And some people's definition is literally a girl I don't like. Right, exactly. But, but, <laughs> but women get so, and this is another reason why I think that women are so repressed or held back, actually, because, or they don't speak up to partners because they're like, what if he thinks I'm a slut? Oh, what right. if he thinks I've gotten such around? There's a stigma around that. And I just I want women to be, to be like, slut. be yourself. Right, yeah. Do you want to have good sex, though? I mean, do you want to be like a fully sexual yeah. being? And you don't want to be with someone who's going to judge you as right. so I think, is the documentary already out? No, the documentary is, yeah, it's in, it's in production right now. Okay. Um, most of the filming's done, but it should, it'll be out like next year. And, um, really most of the documentary focuses on cases where these, you know, usually like high school age, you know, teenage girls are slut shamed literally to the degree that they lose all hope and kill themselves. Right. And it's It's actually so, there's like a story in the news. Another one came out today, actually, of a girl, I think in Texas, was it? Uh. It's it's disgusting. Like it's this girl went to a high school her. party. She didn't do anything, right? This girl went to a high school party, was literally drugged. Like her drink was drugged. She was raped, and all the classmates took photos of like mocking the pose that she was left in after she was Ugh. raped. And that's slut shaming, and that happens. And then you know, girls who are have consensual sex are shamed for it too. Right, and right. it's it, it doesn't matter like what it is if if there's actual sex happening. If there's not, it. Any form of slut shaming right. is destructive. And it's just a double standard, obviously, because men yeah. don't have any of that. So, good. That's important. I'm sure you guys explore it a lot in the documentary, but uh, as far as like who does most of the shaming, from working on Loveline for a number of years, I've come to learn that it's mostly the girls, the ladies, that are shaming each other more so than the guys. Even it's there is there is quite a culture of of women shaming other mean women. Mean girls. Yeah. It, there's a there's a mean girl aspect mean to girls. it, and at the same I'm time, it's a it's gotten so much worse because of social media. And that's not... That's the thing. You don't really know if that's girls or boys. Usually, usually it's like anonymous kids, you know? You don't you don't know. Right, exactly. It's, it's crazy it to social see. Media. Yeah. It is the way it gets around texting each other or they're, yeah, they're on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. If you follow at Unslut Project on Twitter, um, okay. Emily Linden, who runs the whole thing, she started the documentary and, and the Unslut Project, um, she'll sometimes retweet the crazy, horrible slut-shaming sh- tweets that are you know, tweeted to that account, and it really kind of shows you how. Yeah, people are. It's just, it's, it's yeah. another mob mentality. It is a mob exactly. mentality. Exactly. It's so disgusting. It, it is, is very much. so wrong. Makes me angry. I'm glad you're doing this work. Um, so, what about uh, um, a question about porn? Is that there's a lot of women I think who feel uncomfortable about about watching porn, or they don't even know where to start, or that they're uncomfortable that their partner watches porn, but yet they might want to explore it. Like, what would you recommend to women who? Or like a little weary of it, or like, where, where would you, what direction would you send them in to find porn that hmm. that is more like female friendly, or you know, porn that you liked? When I'm you were starting? I'm a big believer in kind of the delivery method of porn, and I'm not saying this just because I'm a big opponent of piracy, but right. don't go to tube sites. Like right. when I go to a tube site, within five minutes, my blood is boiling. I'm so angry because those sites are designed just to to grab your eyes like there are gifts right. like there are these ads that are really Ugh, like yes denigrating to women it's it's no fun and those are things that you know actual porn production companies aren't aren't really have a hand in that right it's these traffic companies right. that profit free, from ads right exactly it's so not advertising yeah it's so don't do that so you want to you want to find the product in the way that the company who created it intended it to be delivered to you meaning i i mean i actually recommend either buying a website membership or like going to Hustler Hollywood or going to a store and finding a DVD. It's like, hey, you know, I know that everything, there's a lot of free stuff on the internet, but if you want the best experience from beginning to end, it's like, you know, if you go find a DVD, just, it's, there's so much porn out there and sometimes you have to just know where to look. Exactly. And there's also um, goodvibes.com. If you go to my website, you click on their video on demand. I've got a banner there and they have the best, like they have female-friendly porn. They're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I love Good Vibes. So you just, yeah, click on the banner and you'll see my site and you can buy it by the minutes, but you can see it's like the best, they only have like the good stuff. I that it's curated. It's like they vet everything and they're like, this is the good stuff that we like. They do. They vet everything. (laughs) They vet it all and it's like, I actually had a a login and I gave it to my friend and, and her boyfriend because she like, really want to watch porn. I'm like, well, okay, you can go check this out. Don't use up all my minutes, yeah. but check it. And she's like, oh my God, we're obsessed with it. We love it. They bought minutes because you can easily like, like we want that's this, wonderful. we want that. Yeah, so that's that's. I was also, I was that reminded me, you could also go to the Feminist Porn Awards nominees and winners exactly. from the past couple years. Feminist Porn Awards. start with that list. Right. You know, um, and feminist porn generally is defined as porn that is, you know, conscientiously created with, 
everyone's pleasure in mind, not exactly. just male pleasure. Right, exactly, which is yeah. which is a lot of porn, I think, is just, yeah, geared towards mm-hmm. men. So women like to have more of the, the plots or whatever it is. I mean, yeah. that's the one thing, but there's many more things that, yeah, yeah feminist absolutely. porn, that's a great one too. Um, so what is next for you? What are you working on? What's going on? What's, what's where are you going? Oh, um, I hate that question. We'll ask it all the time. But <laughs> you must have it at something that you're working on that you're really excited about now or where you want to take this all, all your success? Yeah. Um, man, this is a huge year for me. Like there's there's a lot of, of there's a lot going on in general in my career. And it, it's all like coming to this, ah, like, like trajectories. What, like, t- like just um, exciting stuff. Well, this this is going out tomorrow. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say this now. Um but I, I'm very happy to say that I'm doing a showcase feature, which is a showcase is uh, a stark showcase is what it's commonly called, okay. which is any adult star, you know, is featured in all four scenes of a movie. So I'm doing a showcase where it's like it's all about me That's great. and all That's the scenes. Awesome. Okay. And uh, as part of that, I'm doing my first anal sex on Ooh, film, anal which sex. is kind of a oh big deal God. for me. Oh my God! That's good. So that's your. <laughs> fir- Are you nervous? Um. Only because it's on film. I mean, right. I've done it enough in my personal exactly. life you know, that it, that it's the actual act of it is not what makes me right. nervous. No, it's, it's just more that it's the so first like, time. Oh. But like you said, you held back. So now everyone's like, when Siri going to do anal? It's good. Yeah. You have the buildup. So it's how, when is that coming? You're going to film it soon? I'm filming it soon. I'm not going to say more details than that, okay, but it, it'll it. be out soon enough. Okay. Siri doing anal coming out soon. Um, <laughs> coming soon. Um, what is it? Do you have any good tips for anal sex before we wrap up too? I feel like people i always say this, but people have had like bad experience with anal sex a lot of my listeners are like women or like some guy shoved it in didn't use lube it was a bad experience use just, use more lube than you, you ever think, think would yeah, be like humanly a whole bottle. necessary exactly use lube go slow maybe warm up with a butt plug or something that's what i would say get but. get a guy who loves licking buttholes yeah exactly <laughs> a guy who's into it because he's going to be more he's going to be down with yeah, like everything. a little bit of analingus before like that is an right. amazing way to prepare and not only that but you know it, it gets you comfortable with the whole area exactly. you know if someone's putting their mouth on your butthole then you know it it eases your mind into imagining something going into your butthole exactly <laughs> that's a that's a good tip okay so um well thank you so much siri for being on the show thank you this has been amazing is there and people can find you at your your twitter and siri porn star siri porn star and also siri porn star on twitter Yes. And your website. And SiriPornStar.com and then blog.SiriPornStar.com. Okay, yeah. And you're a great writer. Like, your stuff is very is very interesting, thank fascinating, you. titillating, and all that stuff. You're doing <laughs> it all. And congratulations on all your success. Thank you. And thank you for being on the show. It's been really exciting to have you here. And we're going to do a little video after also to uh, promote this little podcast. So, uh, everyone, check it out. Thank you, Anderson, for being with me tonight. Thanks, Em. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at SexWithEmily.com. I'm Emily from Sex with Emily. Have you ever not felt so fresh down under? I created a solution called Down Under Comfort. Well, what is it? It's a cream to a powder formula that keeps you fresh and dry all day long, which means you'll always be ready for action. It's for men and for women, can be used anywhere in your body. It prevents sweat stains, chafing, and that not so fresh feeling. You're probably thinking, hey, I showered this morning. I'm still clean, but guess what? Poor hygiene is a number one complaint about sex from men and women. Especially now, it's getting hot. You know, do your balls, your breasts, your whole body get sweatier? I can tell you they probably do. I was just in New York last week and I was dripping in humidity under my breast. Oh my God, under, yeah, under your breast, it's amazing. And it saved me because like, I was like, how am I going to even move today? And how am I going to keep changing? And it, you just stop sweat. It's vegan. It's all natural. It's amazing. So uh, most people never think they need a product like this until they try it and then they can't live without it. So go to emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code Emily for 20% off. That's emilyandtony.com. Use code Emily for 20% off. Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the Art of Charm podcast, the number one dating and relationship advice podcast in iTunes. I'm Emily Morse, host of the Sex with Emily podcast, the number one sex and relationship podcast on iTunes and at sexwithemily.com. And this is Just the Tip. Okay, so every guy wants to make his woman have an orgasm, but sometimes, you know, we just don't know the combination to the lock. How do Ooh, we, uh, how Jordan, do we go about this? that is like the most common question I've asked. Finding okay. out what makes a woman orgasm is not the easiest task, I okay. feel, for men. Every woman, though, should know what works for her, and it's her job to communicate with you what she needs. And the problem here is that many women don't know. Right. So I'm just going to tell you guys to relax a little bit, because a lot of times it's really not your fault. 
So you can just come out and ask her. And if that doesn't work and she doesn't tell you what makes her feel good, there are some important factors that can help her climax. Okay. So first of all, a lot of women, they get really self-conscious. Yes. They think it's taking too long. They think you're looking at the clock, that you'd rather be watching TV, the whole thing. So let her know, Jordan, baby, I've got all night to crack this code. All right. Nice. I've got all night for you. And foreplay is a great add-on to this. So if you think that foreplay is not important and you're just going to walk in and stick your penis inside her, she's not going to have an orgasm. It's not going to happen that way. So a slow manual buildup can really drive her crazy. So slowly walk your hands all over her body. Brush against her clitoris. Don't go right for the clitoris. It's getting hot in here. Are you getting excited? It's getting warm in here. I know, Jordan. So try to increase contact with her sensitive areas also during or uh, intercourse. And there's also some positions that might work for her. But just so you know, most women do need extra clitoral stimulation. And your penis, and no matter what position you do, may not be able to provide it. And she might even have to bring in a sex toy and don't be offended. But she will get there. Nice. So don't be offended if she busts out a little... A little bit extra A little hardware. pocket rocket or something. Yeah, yeah, pocket rocket. But really just talk to her. I think that a lot of times women, they they think that it's the man's responsibility, but really they need to communicate what makes them orgasm. Right on. If you guys want to learn more from The Art of Charm about dating, relationships, and even networking for business, visit us at theartofcharmpodcast.com or check us out on iTunes and follow me on Twitter at The Art of Charm. And check out the Sex with Emily podcast at sexwithemily.com and on iTunes if you want to have the best sex of your life, that is. Also, follow me on Twitter at sexwithemily. Buying a car can be such a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar actually helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay, and that fear is the worst. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network, and TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. So, when you're ready to buy a car, you just gotta follow these three easy steps that if you want to save money. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and then you lock in your savings. Third step, totally simple. All you do is you print out your TrueCar savings certificate and then you take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Who doesn't want that? Some features not available in all states and every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Why would you do that? Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.